Hello. Hello. And welcome to Things Thought on Circle Drive. I'm Bentley Craig. And I'm coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And up here at the tip top of Crawford Mountain, I get a different perspective. And my perspective. My perspective is it's, it's kind of troublesome. I think it has to do with some of the politics this week. Some of the politics from last year and the year before and the decade before that decade before that but before I get into politics I've been off the podcast scene for I don't know a week or so And to be honest with you, my head just wasn't into it. I had a lot of negative thoughts. I had this, I had this dream. And since that dream, I've been a little edgy. I probably shouldn't even have been out in public. Now the dream, it disturbed me. I guess we, we have dreams... They say we don't remember them. Alright. I guess so. I don't know. I'm not a dream expert. But. Without getting into the details. Or really anything about my dream. I just wondered what it all meant. Now, I didn't go grab a dream analysis book. I didn't pray for a interpretation. I just thought it was weird. But it did it. It had my nerves 
correct. Dreams. I didn't dream about politics. Who has to dream about politics when you can just turn on the radio, read some news articles? Without really getting into calling Democrats' name or Republican names, let's just talk about how do we treat each other? Politics, they don't treat us very good. Those politicians are nut jobs, in my opinion. You know, how can a, a guy running for president say farming? All there is to farming is you dig a hole and you put a seed in it and that's it anybody can do that he could teach anybody to do that okay you know I know people I knew a guy that wrote a book on nitrogen and soil for farming a whole book just on nitrogen and soil I don't know if he wrote a book about just dig a hole put a seed in it you know that's ridiculous to think that a man as smart as that fella is you know I don't like to use these people's names I encourage my listeners to think for themselves and maybe know who I'm talking about and if they don't know who I'm talking about well maybe they should look into it this guy just I don't know he's a billionaire it's not Trump I think it's funny how the Democrats though are so Trump hating and go out and get a guy that's just like him but in my opinion he's not just like him he's he's creepy Billionaire buying America. Now, if I had a bunch of listeners, and I mean a bunch, I would ask you to send me money, and I'd take that money and I'd put it in a brown bag, a big brown bag. I'd take it to D.C., and I'd find out who I needed to talk to about buying America back we don't need to make America great again America to me is the greatest country ever and if anybody wants to tell me otherwise well I'm not listening there's no way you could convince me that there's another country that's better than America.
just no way. But I just like to buy it and take it away from all those politicians that's just been ruining America and turning us into something that's I don't even know what they're trying to turn us into. They don't want men to have penises. They don't want women to have babies. <clears throat> they don't want you to drive your car anywhere. But they can fly from one end of the, of the country and fly all the way back to the other end. It's amazing what Americans will tolerate and make excuses for <clears throat> and say it's okay. You know, we got the billionaire who is creepy and got a bunch of uh, non-disclosure suits with women for, you know, I guess he they sued him for him telling a joke. <laughs> if you want to believe that. And then you got a lady that swore up and down. She's a Native American. Turns out she's... I got more Native American in a roll of toilet paper than she has. And we tolerate that. We got another guy who's clearly a socialist. And it just amazes me, you know... Who are you going to pay for all this? Who's who's these working people that's going to pay for all these non-working people? I don't understand how socialism ever comes up. It's ridiculous. You know, what's, how's the quote go with socialism's great until you run out of other people's money? I think it was a woman that said that. I, Sorry, I don't know who it is. You know... Why, why are Americans into this? How can they be so uh, uh, blinded? Or It's ridiculous. So go out and tell all your friends to listen to, to this show and send me money. I'll put it in a brown bag. I'll take it to D.C. I'll buy back America. We'll get all the politicians make them go away we got enough laws and regulations on the book where we don't need all these crazy politicians we don't need lobbyists we surely don't need a guy that can buy his way straight up into presidency you know I, I don't understand why a guy making billions of dollars a year would want to make a take a job for I don't know a couple hundred thousand I don't know how much the president gets paid anymore uh, you know how do, how does a president that's never had a job like a last president become a millionaire scream that we're white people are evil and cops are evil and that we're all just a bunch of buttholes cause we don't believe in climate change and 
that the world's going to come to an end because the ocean's going to flood us. And then as soon as he's done being president, go out and buy him a beachfront home. How is that tolerated? Why do we tolerate such nonsense? You know, we've been infiltrated, I believe, by creepy people. What? How? How can we change it? You know, change it locally. That's it. Run for office locally. Now, I'm not a politician, so I'm not going to go run out and run for office. That's not happening. And I imagine most of the people that would listen to this show isn't going to run out for office. But you know, there, there's one of you out there. Maybe. Won't you run for office? You can make a change. You can say, Bentley Craig says we need a change and we need a, a good change. We need a change of politicians. We gotta have some real live people in there. That's how it was supposed to be. In my opinion, that's how politics was supposed to be handled was by people in your hometown. They'd go into D.C. for a year or so. They'd try to do some stuff that was alright. Keep an eye on things. And then go back home. And then let somebody else show up. How can you be a lifetime politician? How can you think that you know what Americans need when you don't participate in being American by going out and working? Being a politician, I don't care what you say, that's not working. Being bought by lobbyists or hoping that you can be bought by a lobbyist. Wow. America is great. We just need to buy it back. Buy back America before Russia buys us or or China buys us. You know, if we let these billionaires buy their way into being a president, what's to keep, you know, China from just pumping a bunch of money into some fella or some lady or, you know, with all the gender changes going on, why not just vote for a two-by-four as president of the United States? Oh, yeah. So I was uh, at the old uh, internet and uh, um, my hometown university is going to have a satanic temple on campus. Now I always thought that was funny. They're 
going to be worshipping Satan. But they say that they don't believe in God. I'm like, well, if you're going to believe in Satan, well, then you have to believe in God and Jesus. And when you got that equation, you know how things are going to work out. You know, you know that you're on a losing team when you're with Satan. blows my mind. What really also blows my mind is having Satan worshippers tell us that that's not really Satan. There's nothing that they're worshipping. But then they want you, or me, me, I guess, someone that calls himself a believer in God and Jesus, why we don't act more Christian than we do. Like, I need somebody worshiping Satan and judging me. I don't need anybody worshiping Satan, judging me or you or anybody. You know, it just blows my mind how they think it's okay to sit and tell me that they worship Satan. And I ain't Christian enough. I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. I'm not Jesus. I'm probably not going to turn the other cheek when it comes to dealing with you. So why should I act Christian? With Satan worshippers. Well, Jesus says so. And I try to be like Jesus. But I don't want to just lay down. I don't want to. But... kind of supposed to, you know, love your enemy, love your enemy, now of course when I'm talking to these fools, I do like to tell them, I love you, you need a hug, is there anything I can do for you to make you feel better? And of course, you know, they're not very Christian. They're Satan worshippers, so they they got some kind of snotty, crappy, horrible answer coming back at me. But, and then, you know, I try not to use foul language with them. Because, you know, they can't handle 
a Jesus guy cussing, even though they're allowed to act uh, horrible. But I am a recovering redneck. I've been a recovering redneck since, I don't know, my teenage years, so... don't condone violence you know somebody once said a long time ago you know I wanna you you make me wanna choke you and I'm a pacifist you know I I like to think I'm kind of a pacifist but what what do you do I, I don't understand Why I gotta be the tolerant one? Why do Christians have to be the tolerant ones? Well, cause Jesus says so, and and that's just it, and that's fine. You know, I gotta go with that. I can't argue with it. It'd just be silly to get in an argument with Jesus, and I, I really I love to argue with everybody, but. You know, <clears throat> arguing with Jesus. I guess that just sounds ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. Well, I guess that's enough of that. What about Beetlejuice? Poor old Beetlejuice is losing its juice Beetlejuice is losing its juice you know Beetlejuice is a variable star so it means it's brighter sometimes it's dimmer sometimes but usually it's somewhere you know at its brightest it's like the sixth brightest star in the sky at night and uh, somewhere to about the 11th star brightness at night so anywhere from 6 to 11 it's and it's brightest and you know so I'm not sure what it is right now I can look at it but it doesn't look very bright. It doesn't look like it's the 11th brightest star right now. But it is a variable star. You know, I don't know what Beetlejuice looked like back in 1937 because I wasn't around. I don't know how bright it was. I guess I can look uh, in an astronomy book and see how they had it ranked at the time but it's liable to turn back on and become the fifth brightest star in the night sky we'll just have to see about that and what else is there I don't know I'll tell you what, though, that dream I had, it really kind of, it bugged me. Now, that dream I had, 
towards the end of it, right before it ended, I realized I was in a dream. And it was kind of weird. You know, it was kind of a frightening dream for me. I'm not a guy that scares easy. Actually, I'm really not a guy that gets scared at all. Unless I think somebody's going to hurt me. And, well, if you scare me enough, that's that's on you. <laughs> but in this dream, though, I realized that, you know, there wasn't a need to be afraid anymore. And it was a dangerous, you know. I, in, in this dream, my life was in danger. And it was in danger from... A lot of different directions at once and it, and I did I did strike out towards this danger and I failed to strike and that's when I knew it was a dream because I knew if I had actually done what I did in my dream in the real world there would have been a different effect <laughs> but when I didn't get this effect in my dream I was just like okay you're dreaming this is not real and it was just moments later in my dream and I woke up but like I said I had this really sinking feeling for like a week And like I said, also, I probably shouldn't have been out in public. Though, I think the only people I really got a little pissy with was probably like the the boss man. You know, why not? Everybody gets pissy with them. But, oh well. Oh, well. So, let's see. Out there, you could be listening to this show on KFSA 95.1 FM or 9.50 AM. You can hear this show on the Fringe Radio Network. FriendsRadioNetwork.com Care of Johnny McMahon and a few other fellas. I do the show and I post it on Anchor and it goes around at Anchor.com or .fm Yeah. It's on my show notes. Fringe Radio Network. It's in there. KFSA. It's in there. You can reach me at Bentley Craig at Outlook.com. I think you can even leave a voice message in my show notes. You can find that somewhere, I believe. You can find uh, things dot 
on Circle Drive, on Facebook. I really haven't done a whole lot with it, but it's there, and I do look at it. And I think I've had one like. <laughs> oh well. Such is life. I don't, I don't recommend using Facebook, but if you're on there, check it out. And uh, I need to start doing a little more, being proactive uh, with that. Well, I'm Bentley Craig, and I'm coming to you very live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain, up here on Circle Drive. It's a hell of a view. Up here. I just wish you could see what I see from my perspective. Thank you, Johnny McMahon. Wherever you are. Thank you, John Omuchada. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Please. Hey. Until next time. I'll see you next time.